Hello, beautiful souls. You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online Angel Communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm here with Dr. Katie Hall. She is the author of Shower Blessings. And today we are diving into her angel stories. And then also we have a general tapping session that anyone can use for anything that you are working on. If you look in the show notes of the podcast, you will see the exact time marker of when that starts. That way, if you want to come back, use it again, you can definitely. So Dr. Katie, now talk to us about your angel stories, because you have a different perspective as a mathematician who sees the world in a different way. How do you know that the other side is real? Oh, that's a really good question, Julie. Um, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show again. I just, I love what you're doing and I so appreciate everything. How do I know? I, I, I'm probably a pretty resistant person and I'm a, a big skeptic. And what I have noticed, mostly in hindsight, uh, is that the other side has been communicating to me in a couple different ways. One of the best examples is my husband. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I was new to San Diego at the time and had been invited to go to a dance, an officer dance with naval officers, and met this really cute guy who uh, asked me out and said he was going to come and take me uh, to a date the following weekend. I said, that's great. At the time, I did not know until about 40 years later that I was really sick. And one of my illnesses was that I fell asleep on a moment's notice and you could not wake me. I mean, (laughs) you could not wake me. So when he came to the door to pick me up for our date, my younger sister let him know that at four in the afternoon, I was asleep. And he's like, okay, she just made it up to get out of it. And he'd driven like almost an hour to come pick me up and no date. 
And I thought, oh, well, you know, and didn't think anything of it. One week later, I was at another officer dance. That sounds bad that I go around to all these officer dances, but that was the thing to do at the, in San Diego at the time. And this really cute guy came up to me to talk to me. And I thought, wow, he's really cute. And he came up to me and asked for an apology. And I said, well, for what? Because my mind memory was like nothing. And it turned out it was that same cute guy from the following, from the previous week, who I met at another officer dance that was another hour away in a different direction. (laughs) And we happened to be at the same dances, you know, weeks apart. And this summer, we will be celebrating our 48th wedding anniversary. So it was definitely a God wink, uh, because I obviously have nothing to do with this. I feel like I'm clueless most of the time. And I don't notice these things until afterwards. I do see, and now that I'm more in tune with it, I can, I'm, I can recognize it a little bit more. And I have seen that the other side does a really good job of preparing me for things. And I so appreciate that because I'm not really good with surprises. So there've been a lot of ways you know, looking back that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it, you know, and in fact, something just happened this weekend that, that threw me completely. Tell us about it. Give us an example and go deeper so that everybody can understand what you're talking about. Okay. Well, um, I'll, I'll give you one example that, that really hit me. We, we've been attending church on a regular basis and we're good stewards with our money, with the church. And I, as, as I was driving from my home to uh, go to work, there was this, a different church that I'd never been to before ever. And they always had motivational signs, you know, those changing signs. And they always had motivational signs, which I loved. And, and day after day after day, I drive by and really was inspired by these signs. One day I drove by and I, I looked up at sign. I said, wow, you know, they do such a good job of inspiring somebody like me who's not even a member. I should send an anonymous donation. And so immediately I thought, I'll send them $100, which at the time, $100 was a lot of money for me and way more than I had been stewarding (laughs) to the church. And I heard a voice, Julie, that said, no, it'll be a thousand. And I was like, there's no way. First of all, if I had an extra thousand dollars, I would give it to my own church, not to this church that I had never been to before and had no idea who they were. or what, And so I didn't tell anyone because I was afraid if I told anyone, you know, who knows what would happen. So I did trust it to one friend. And I told Chris, which was a big mistake. Because after I told Chris, every time I saw her, which was every other day, she would ask me, have you given them your $1,000? And I'm like, Chris, I don't have $1,000. I can't give them money I don't have. And so she kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me. And I thought, well, do not tell Chris anything like this again. (laughs) And so I didn't say anything to my husband because I'm sure he didn't have $1,000 either. So I wasn't sure, first of all, where I was going to come up with the $1,000. And, you know, it's not my church. So um, a few weeks later, I was kind of struggling with all this. And a few weeks later, I was um, sitting in the narthex, which is the the lobby part of our church, uh, waiting for a recital where our daughter was going to be playing. And she's truly gifted in, in playing the piano. And there was a lady who was very much preoccupied with reading her own book. And I decided that she needed to talk to me. 
you know. <laughs> so I walked right up to her and sat down right next to her on the bench. And she was very absorbed in her book. And I turned to her and she didn't turn back. And I said, wow, it, this isn't this exciting. Our kids are in this recital. And it was kind of Mm -hmm. <laughs> she wasn't responding at all but did I stop no I did not stop <laughs> and I continued on until for whatever reason I told this perfect stranger this story about passing this other church because I was explaining this is our church isn't it a lovely church and you know there's this strange thing that happened to me to this other church and I started telling her where the church was well all of a sudden she very quietly put her book down and put it in her lap, turned over and faced me. So she was listening. And I thought, okay, I've got her attention. So I'll tell her this crazy story. And so as we were conversing and going on, she got, she grew more and more interested as I was telling her the details. And then she said, I don't believe you've ever met my husband. And as soon as she said that, Julie, I knew he was the pastor of that church. And sure enough, he was. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my gosh, I just told the pastor's wife that I was supposed to give the church a thousand dollars. I'm done now. I'm done. And so, uh, so I turned to her and I said, so and she turned to me and smiled and she said, I think I forgot to mention that we've just started a new building program and we're looking for donations. And I went, you know, I'm going to get back to you on this. And Julie, I don't know how, but somehow I found that $1,000 and I went and I said, please make it anonymous. For one thing, I didn't want my church to find out about it <laughs> and, and uh, gave them. And she was so sweet. She said, do you mind if we tell uh, a couple of office people at the church because they're not believers and they would like to hear this story. So they did share it. So that's the way that I find that spirit talks to me is in not so much ways. I mean, I, I have a lot of relatives who have passed and I'm guessing that they talk to me, but I, I don't recognize that. So I get these other strange kind of, uh, I guess, com communications um, and I've gotten a lot of them. That is such a beautiful story of how spirit uses these synchronicities to bring us all together. And, and I just love it. Wow. Yeah. You know, I met a woman just on a whim and I only communicated with her for a couple of days while I was in town in Seattle when I was in my early 20s. And she spoke in tongue and she told me that spirit would just light up somebody that she was supposed to talk to. And I think there has to be some discernment there, right? Because I think that there are times where people just want their space to be their space. And there are times where spirit leads us to connect with a certain person. And it's just wild how it's not wild. It's spirit. They bring everything together. They always there's a divine oneness and a thread where they connect everything. That's such a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. Yes, yes, yeah. So I, and this weekend was interesting. I was talking to a friend who'd been trying to sell her house for uh, a year and a half and was getting nowhere. And it's a beautiful home. I mean, stunning, you know, architectural digest kind of home. And it was priced right and everything, but it just, it just wasn't selling. And so I was thinking about her while we were visiting and I came back to her and I said, look, don't take this wrong. I just, I thought of you when I wasn't trying to. And what came to me is that, you know, you need to change your realtor. And 
I'm like, you can do what you want with that information. But I, it just came to me. Julie, she called me this morning. This is like three days later to say, I understand your message. I said, what do you mean? She said, I got an offer and accepted it this morning. And so me changing my realtor was actually me. The realtor was going to sell it and I would no longer need her services. Uh, <laughs> so Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. So I feel like that message was out there too, because the angels just whispered in my ear that for everybody listening, who's worried about selling their house, that was a message for you. Remember Uh spirit piggyback sometimes messages, know that, uh, just talk to them and that they're working on it for you. So I want to dive into the tapping mini session for people. And I'm wondering what is best to move forward with this. Do we need to have people kind of take some space to really identify the topic at hand that they really want to dive into and work on today? How do you do this in a general way, Katie? So Julie, in a general way, uh, there are a few blanks that I ask people to fill in. And this is how it works most effectively. Um, Just like we did in the the prior uh, session, I asked people just to tap on the different points. I'll I'll explain what we're going to do and then we'll do it, okay? So I'll have them tap on the different points first and then I'll ask them to fill in the blanks. So the kind of blanks are, what is troubling you right now? And and be as specific as possible. So if you say that it's COVID-19 is troubling you, what about COVID-19 is troubling you? Is it the fear of illness? Is it the fear of unemployment? Is it uh, homeschooling? Is it working from home? And so getting as specific as we can. So I'll, if somebody would say COVID-19 and I would ask, what about it? And then they'd say working from home and I'd say, what about it? And I'd say, you know, trying to manage everything. So I usually have three what about it questions. And then I'd ask them, okay, so let's say that it is working from home and trying to stay focused, that that may be the issue. I'll use that as an example. And so then I'll ask, how does that make you feel? Now, it's great if they can identify the emotion, but not everybody can identify the emotion. And and here's the part that's really interesting, Julie. Many people will, uh, by habit, give me a positive emotion. And that's great. Uh, Positive emotions are great. But tapping helps you eliminate the negative emotions. So I have to encourage people to uh, let me know what is the negative about it. And that sometimes is difficult because we've been trained to be positive. So what's difficult about working from home and maintaining focus? And it could be that I'm frustrated. So we'll just use it as an example. But if you can't come up with an emotion, you can come up with the way you feel. So you may say, when I'm working from home and I can't and I can't focus, then uh, I don't think I'm doing my best job. And that's fine. So come up with whatever you can. That's one blank that you fall up. Then from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, identify where do you feel that in your body? Do your shoulders crunch up? Is your neck tight? Do you get a migraine headache? Is it in your stomach? Is it, uh, I have people on their feet, you know, where, where is it? Everybody is different. So mark where it is in your body. So you've got your, uh, you've got your situation, you've got your emotion, you've got where it is in your body. Now for your own purposes, from zero to 10, where zero is no impact at all. And 10 is the greatest impact you've had in your life. 
to give it a number. And sometimes when I talk to people about trying to do focus uh, during COVID-19, uh, what I end up with is, okay, oh, it's about a 15. <laughs> so, but just come up with a number for yourself. And the reason why you want to do that is because you want to notice the progress. Now, why would that be important, Julie? That's because I work with clients and when we're finished, they even deny that they had the problem because it eliminates the problem. It doesn't eliminate the memory. You still have the memory and you still have, you still know about all the details. It just eliminates the emotion. So giving it a number allows you to see afterwards, has the number changed? Has it gone up in the same or has it gone down? So and go into this a little bit too, because what I want to, like the very thing that I, I'm really cautious about right now is spiritual bypassing in any way. So one of the things that I teach when people are going through the angel Reiki school is there's certain things that I won't go into because I don't have experience healing from it. So sexual trauma is one thing that I'll refer yes. out to a counselor. And and I don't want people to think that just because we're doing the tapping, it erases the trauma of something that might have happened in the past. I think what we're talking about and just what I want people to really be clear on is that there are certain things that we go through in life, big and small, that create an upset within our nervous system, which you can feel if you have ever felt fear to a, the nth degree or that shakiness within your body, you know what that is. And it's hard to even function when you're in that state of being. And we can have little bits of that fear or we can have a lot of bits of that fear. But what we're doing with the tapping right is just really extracting the lower vibrational frequency. We're not saying that what you went through didn't happen. It absolutely did. And then once you release through the tapping, this very low vibrational frequency, then maybe we can even get to work through even more. So we're not bypassing anything here. Thank you, Julie. Yes, we're, we're, we're not, uh, whether say gaslighting now, <laughs> we're not denying that something happened. We know, we know that something happened and that you have had a negative effect. We know that COVID or something, you know, is here. And so we're not denying that, but what we are working on is our emotional response to it. And that's the part that's important. And you're right. I'm a mathematician. So my clients I work with, I will not work with uh, clients who do have sexual trauma. I have a great uh, referral for those who want to. In fact, I gave her name uh, just last week to another, another friend. And there are certain things that I just, I, I won't touch. Because we as practitioners are we... I don't even know if the practitioner is the right word. We as energy workers haven't had the proper training in those things to go deep into those areas. And it can really tie directly with the brain. So I just want everybody listening to understand why that we don't go into that. And we refer out to experts who have years and years and years of training in those particular areas. So thank you so much for covering oh, that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want before we start to go through where the positions are, because some people are listening on the podcast mm -hmm. right now, and some people are in the Facebook tribe. It's called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe on Facebook. I'm in it. 
Yay! <laughs> so you can see Katie over there. Um, and we're going to post this video over there. But for those who are just listening, I want them to know exactly where we're tapping before we start. So they just absolutely. have a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the last thing um, that I would caution participants on is that everything you say must be true and it must be true for you. And we will do a, a sample one and uh, go along. And if, if we say something is not true for you, make it true for you. For instance, if I say I have this frustration because of lack of focus because of COVID and I feel it in my stomach. Well, if you don't feel it in your stomach, put in where you feel it. So it has to be true for you. So along the lines of it has to be true for you, there will be a statement that we'll do three times on your hand. And uh, one statement I found that a lot of people can agree with is right here, right now, I feel safe. Now, if that statement does not resonate with you, here are some alternatives. Right here, right now, I accept the way I feel. Or right here, right now, someday, I hope to feel safe. So pick the one that is the most true for you. And lastly, at the end of it, I'm going to ask everyone to blow the air out. Uh, if you have breathing issues, just breathe normally. That's fine. I've just, I have a voice coach who has uh, told me that it's uh, before we have people take a breath in and out, it's way easier to breathe out first. So I think that's all the cautions. So thank you, Julie. I think what we'll do is we will talk about the places that we're going to tap and then we'll go through that once and then we'll add the words. How's that sound? Yeah, perfect. And are we going to do one tapping with the example and then one tapping just with blanks so that people can add their own? We or, can do that. Is or we that can best? Do the blanks. I think just doing the blanks is perfect. We'll do just the blanks then. First, we'll do one with no words, except I'll just tell you where we're going to tap. And then we'll do one where you fill in the blanks. Okay. So uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, if you look at the side of your hand between your little finger and your wrist, and you can use either hand, it doesn't matter. In that fleshy part of the hand between your little finger and your wrist, I want you to tap on it with your other hand. So you you're using four fingers of one hand, either your right hand or your left hand, and you're tapping on the fleshy part of the other hand between your little finger and your wrist. So you tap along with that. And you just breathe normally while you do that. Now, when we get to the word part, we're going to be tapping on this while we say basically the same statement in three different times. And that's it's called the setup phrase. So we're going to set everything up. And then from the setup, we will continue from there. Now, after we've been tapping on the side of the hand for a while, we're going to go and take either the right hand or the left hand or both hands, it doesn't matter, on the top of the head. And tapping on the top of the head, you would just keep breathing and tap on the top of your head, kind of on the crown of your head. And again, you can use one hand or the other, it doesn't matter. Again, using your right hand or your left hand or both on the edge of your eyebrows, right above your nose. So on the edge of your eyebrows, right above your nose, you would just tap. And I usually use about two fingers. Again, you can use one hand or the other hand or both. It doesn't matter. And tap along there. And then the next spot we're going to move to, again, using one two or both hands, is between your eye and your hairline. And I've taken off my glasses so that you can see better. <laughs> and underneath your eye is the next place you're going to go. So 
That's where I store all my bags. So you go under your eye. There you go. And then you're going to take one hand and go under your nose, right above your lips. That's going to be the next place that you're going to tap. Now, Gary Craig is the electrical engineer who is trained from Stanford University who came up with all of this. Next place is going to be under your lips, above your chin. And he put everything out on the Internet in the 1990s for free. So you can get a lot of information on the Internet as well. We have found, though, that it's it's more effective as uh, the more training you get or the more advanced practitioner you work with. Now, take both hands and tap right on your collarbone. Or if you want to use one hand, you can, but just spread it out so that the thumb is on one side of the collarbone and the other fingers are on the other side of the collarbone and tap on both sides of your collarbone. And then about four inches under your armpit, right where your rib cage is, you can tap on one side or the other. It doesn't matter. Or if you want to, you can give yourself a hug. And <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> and that's those are all the tapping points, Julie. So let's try it again with fill in the blank, shall we? Okay. Yeah. First of all, you have an intense negative emotion. So you've got that. You've defined the emotion or how it makes you feel. You have figured out where it is in your body. And you have given it a, what we call a SUDS number, a, a value of how intense it is, an intensity value. So you have all that information. So when I say fill in the blank, you'll put in the appropriate one. Ready? Okay. So we're going to start on the side of the hand. We're going to tap there. And we're going to say, we can say this aloud together. Say, even though when I am in, and then name this situation, and I feel, so name your emotion. In my body at, let's wear your body. And then you can have the, the final phrase of uh, right here, right now, I feel safe. And again, you can change that to a statement that's true for you. Now, we're going to say that two more times. So even though when, and you put in the situation, and I feel, put in the emotion, in my body, and then put in the location, Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. And then the last time Julie will do it is even though in my body part, I feel, and then you put in the emotion, whenever I think about, and then put in the situation. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. Then you'll go to the top of your head and tap on the top of your head. And I want you to repeat the emotion and the body part. So you repeat the emotion and the body part. So you say the emotion in my body part. Keep breathing regularly and go to the edge of your eyebrow and let's repeat the emotion in my body part. And then on the side of the eye between your eye and your hairline, the emotion in my body part. And then under your eye, and you can set a pace yourself, Julie. So if this feels good to do it at this rate, that's fine. If you want to slow it down, that's great. A lot of people just go really slowly or you can go really fast. So find something that soothes you the best. This emotion in my body part. And then under your nose, this emotion in my body part. And then under your lips, this emotion in my body part. And then on my collarbone, my body part is full of this emotion. And then you can hug or do as you wish. 
under your arm. My body part is full of this emotion. Now I'd like for everyone to blow all their air out if you can comfortably. <sighs> and then just take a normal breath. If you have a, a cup of water nearby, you can take some water. Water's very good at cementing this change. That's all there is to it. Let's go through it one more time with blanks. Just like not saying like the body part, just blanks. Okay, so let's try this. On the side of your hand, you can say, even though I feel blank in my blank, when I think about blank, right here, right now, I feel safe. Let's do that two more times. Even though in my blank, when I think about blank, I feel blank. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. And then the last time, even though whenever I think about blank, I feel blank in my blank. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. So we've done that three times. Let's go to the top of the head. I'm going to say blank in my blank. And then on the edge of the eyebrow, blank in my blank. And then the side of the eye. This blank feeling in my blank. And then under the eye, my blank is full of blank. And then under the nose, this blank in my blank. And then under the lips, this blank in my blank. Both hands on your collarbones, this blank in my blank. And then under the arms, four inches below this blank in my blank. <laughs> and then blow all your air out and take a breath. I love it. That's awesome. Thanks yeah. so much, Katie. So everybody listening at home or watching at home, you can do this and you can kind of jot down, you know, what it is that you're feeling, what it is that you want to enter into those blanks. And, and you can do this and do this over and over again. Dr. Katie, thank you so much for being here and uh, tell everybody where they can find you on your website, where they can find your book, Shower Blessings. So I do want to point out that when you're finished, Take a suds reading. Where, where are you now from zero to 10 on that same emotion? And see, did it go up? Did it stay the same? And did it change? And for people who are interested, they can contact me. And I'll be glad to let them know what that means with the, when those numbers change. So yes, people can reach me directly by emailing me at hello at drnall.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at D-R-N-A-L-L.com. They can call me. I always give out my phone number and nobody calls. So uh, you can call me directly at 772-226-0167. You can reach me on my website, which is nalledgecompany.com. So it's at www.nalledgeco.com, knowledgecompany.com. And my book, Shower Blessings, is available on lulus.com and soon to be on Amazon. Fantastic, fantastic. And going through that again, I'm sorry I took that out of order. I should have let you finish because you can do that over and over again and repeat it until it lessens more and more, correct? 
Yes, Julie, you're right. In fact, you can get it so that the emotion actually dissolves. And that's what I tell people is that I help them dissolve their waffles, their worries, their anxieties, their fear, their frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, and stress. Love it. Love it. Get rid of those waffles. Awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much for being here. Anybody looking for Katie, you can find that information in the show notes where the podcast, where you're listening to the podcast. Thank you for being here, Katie. I just love that God brought you into my life. It's wonderful to know you. Uh, Thank you to everybody listening too. I feel the same way about you, Julie. Thank you so much. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you.
friends, next I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure, white, radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, 
God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, But please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with the snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. 
For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter, and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day, surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.